You're listening to the Power Platform People podcast on the CRM Audio Network with the bearded CRM guy Ian Connolly and the Mark Christie. The guys will take you on a journey of the Power Platform community. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast with your favorite app and check out crm.audio for information on all the other shows on the network. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Power Platform Podcast with myself, the Bearded CRM Guy. Bearded CRM Guy? Well, I went old school there, didn't I? Bearded 365 Guy and the Mark Christie. How are you today? I'm all right. I mean, the fact that you're still Dynamics 365, uh, this is probably the podcast that you need to listen to to get your your place up to speed. That is true, isn't it? There's been a bit of a... A community formed or something happening in Scotland anyway. You get an email recently about the virtual power group, VPG. Yes. So, so we have the founders of that with us today. I mean, it's, to be fair, this isn't even our podcast. This is a hostile takeover by Claire. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know Claire, you can hear her there laughing in the background. But Mark's 100% right. It is actually like guerrilla style marketing warfare from them where the, she's came and take over this with the rest of her uh, posse. So we've got David Stewart, Billy Lyle, Claire Carmichael, obviously, Reese Campbell, uh, Paddy Byrne and David Small. And David Small can't be here this evening, but the rest of the guys are here. Which is so, still quite a few, frankly. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone who doesn't know you guys, let's just um, do a little round table. We'll start with Mr. Lyle. Hi, Billy here. I'm founder of Redspire and been working in the Scottish community for the last, oh, longer than I want to really think about now. What's <laughs> like going on now? That's not showing your age there at all, is it? Oh. Uh, David? I'm David Stewart. I have been working with Microsoft Dynamics since 2008, which feels like a very long time, long in the tooth. And now I'm uh, one of the lead architects working with one of the large Scottish banks on, on Dynamics and Power Platform and all that good stuff. Awesome. Uh, who else we got? We've got Reese. Hi, uh, yeah, Reese Campbell. Uh, I've been working with Dynamics since 2010 through administration, support, tech support, developer, consultant, uh, you name it, I've done it pretty much. And uh, now working with a partner actually based in Ireland, uh, but working from home here in Scotland. You're very on brand with your polo shirt. I know it's a great visual for a podcast, but yeah, I mean, that, that is Reese's marketing strategy. <laughs> it's such a com- comfortable polo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yesterday I was wearing the, the uh, Scottish Summit one, so. <laughs> uh, see, the real proper ones, that's good. I like that. You can't prove exactly. that, though. Like He's talking about something there that he can't actually back up in any way whatsoever. Unless he's got a, a photograph with a newspaper or the date on it, then that's pointless in a podcast, <laughs> especially, right? I can go to bed every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you win the spare bo- water bottle we've got left, Billy. It's all yours. <laughs> right. So moving on quickly, we have uh, we've got Paddy. Yeah. Hi, I'm Paddy Byrne, and uh, I'm a Power Platform Functional Consultant in Glasgow. I started working with Dynamics in 2009, and I suppose I could call myself as a, a citizen developer before the phrase was coined. Um, I was a user and just started playing about and messing about, solving some small problems and just took it from there, really. 
Did it ever since? Cool. Awesome. Uh, we don't really care about Claire. We didn't care about Claire. I mean, she's got enough air time anyway. So. I was going to say, you yeah, know, carry on. Aye, so let's hand over to the compere for the call, right? Yes. <laughs> compere Carmichael. That's me. I'm totally going to get you a name patch with that. Uh, no, I'd take that. I, I would take that. Um, so thank you so much for having us on. Um, as much as uh, I have clearly said, hey, guys, um, I've got this thing. Can you uh, can you let me steal your podcast for a, a couple of hours? Um, so David's going to start. Um, and just run you through what the virtual power group is um, and, and why we've uh, we've found ourselves here. It's definitely a good one. Like from when you first sent me that email and the link to it, I'm like, what is this? Read the website. It was like, this sounds pretty cool, but I just don't know a lot about it. So definitely good to get some of your time out there. And the website being virtualpowergroup.co.uk, Ian. Is that right? That's the one. Oh, yeah, thank well you. done. <laughs> Thanks for uh, bringing that background. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure David will obviously tell us a bit more and we can kind of query what, what he says here and things like that and see if there's any other questions and stuff that we go on. Cool. Cool. Thanks, guys. Um, so this is the this is the pitch element of the uh, takeover. So what is, what is it we're trying to do? We're trying to build on that momentum from the Scottish Summit that you guys might have heard about. You um, <laughs> know, and the purpose is very much... It's to build that uh, that in inclusive community uh, of people that are located in Scotland. So you you know you're either living in Scotland or you're working in Scotland, and you've got that shared interest in the Microsoft Power Platform and it's extending out to uh, Dynamics 365. And it's all about being inclusive. So the people could be seasoned pros that remember when C sharp plugins were called callouts, or people that are having are on a career break or that are new to technology or, and are wanting to come in and they're looking for a platform that allows them to like to build line of business applications. So male, female, young, old, we're not fussy. As long as you've got that interest in you know the power platform proposition and it's it's kind of piqued your interest and you want to find out more. So I think that last point is key. So some of the other platform groups like the virtual groups to a newbie, they can be quite intimidating. You know, there's there's quite some strong voices, you know, and it can be quite hard to get your voice across or your voice heard. So that's the reason we're kind of focusing on that Scotland to to, to to kind of focus on that group. We think it's a kind of a good size where whether you're you're you know a lot about the platform or you're just new, you can kind of come in, you can be welcomed, and uh, you can get up to speed quickly about what it is. So another good thing about this is Claire's done a lot of good work in setting up um, a team like Microsoft Teams site for this. So when you go to the website you uh, get access to that, you get guest membership of that team. And that's got a whole load of repository information about like the current Scottish market. How do you get a career in, you know, Microsoft Stack? What is the Microsoft Stack? What's the latest um, geeky, techie news? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not all technical content. We're also doing like the more softer skills make you a kind of a rounder more developed individual so you can make the most out of your career you know so we look at stuff like mental health well-being uh, coaching life skills you know consultancy skills focus on the customer that kind of stuff and that's definitely something that a lot of places lack there's not this the soft skills i mean me and Ian yeah talk about the soft skills side of things all the time it just it lacks everywhere everyone's all about oh how do you do this bit of code how do you do that bit of code but a lot of it is about actually how you can interact with the customers how you can listen to the requirements 
yeah. and actually just being a personable human being that gets you on side with the customer. Yeah, I think so the other that, thing I'm hearing from that as well, which sounds like this is where it stands out, the virtual power group stands out from a lot of the other groups, as David mentions, there's lots of virtual groups now popping up and appearing, but a lot of them are just webinars. There's nothing really virtual about that meeting. It's somebody telling you something online display, yeah. and that's, that's a good thing if that's how you want to learn, right? There's absolutely no disposing of that or, or kind of minimising that in any way, but this sounds definitely more like, yes, as a virtual power group where you will meet people, you'll get these skill sets and there'll be pools of learning, pools of different things that you can go to. So that's that's awesome. That's definitely a bit of a USP for it, I think. Yeah, I know. That, so that, that part about the customer first. So, you know, I've been lucky to work for consultancies. I've been a contractor and now I'm now working at a client, you know, a customer. And when when you when you see the contractors coming in and they, they, it's all technology first, you know I've got something shiny. We hear it all the time, and you're like, "Well, where's the business requirement? Where's where's the, the so what for the customer? Why are we paying you this?" So it's just giving you that more rounded experience that I guess some of us with that kind of experience can kind of help shape you as a as a as a consultant. So, so in your words, then, how is this group different from a uh, Power platform, happy hardcore hour, or a, or a DCI CRM UG. What's the difference? So I think it's uh, grassroots is a key keyword. Uh, free is a keyword. Community is a keyword. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a bunch of volunteers. Yeah, we're not paid to be here. We want to be here, and we want to contribute, and we want to grow that Scottish and Scottish community. Uh, that that and the the virtual is not COVID based. Um, it's it's virtual now and it will stay virtual after this is over and we all go back to normal. And I think so. I guess that I mean that's a great point. Uh, we're not virtual because of COVID. Um, I think so. A number of us in Edinburgh used to meet up. You know, Reese, David Small, Graham Taylor, James Friel used to meet up after work, but then. We, we moved to the suburbia, we got young families and, and we can't afford to, you know, we, we choose not to kind of make that time to go into town and meet up with people. So by going virtual, it kind of opens up so we can connect to the Glasgow market, we can go to Dundee, we can go in Inverness, further afield, and we can bring in these people that maybe we'd not normally, we would normally associate with a, an after, after work pub trip, you know, so there will I agree be, with that, definitely. That part of it, like the whole virtual meetings and even me going up to Mark, we see that quite a lot, but he's an hour and a half away from me. Yeah. So yes, logistically it's not, it's, it's always a little bit harder to do that, isn't it? So yeah, obviously yeah, going yeah. virtual and that being the plan and being the outroute for that, or the, the outset from this is always a good thing. I mean, yeah. it's maybe not the thing that we should say on, on a podcast here, but half the time me and Ian can actually be bothered going to these places. It's like the gym. <laughs> Right, it's it's great. It's it's great to have gone. It's not great to go. Yeah, the the getting there and, and the the logistics around it. I mean, that that's that's exactly it. A lot of us on the other call, we we have the the young family. We have the the commitments. We have the the other things that get in the way. Even just going into Edinburgh for me, I'm not far away from Edinburgh. I'm just outside of Edinburgh. But even just having to go to Edinburgh to a meeting and then come back logistically, that is a pain. And so this opens up a whole new world in, in many ways, which absolutely, I mean, the the, the crisis right now has kind of proven it. Uh, but as Claire said, we're going to keep this going. This is nothing to do with this current crisis. This is something that we've been thinking about for a while in different ways. 
we've just now managed to get together um, a nucleus and we're going forward with it. So you've mentioned obviously Glasgow, Edinburgh. So Billy, what like is the marketplace in Scotland at the moment? I mean, I think the marketplace in Scotland is is a great place just now. You know, there's there is a lot of job opportunities. There's a lot of good customers in Scotland as well. You know, there's a lot of people using Dynamics and the Power Platform, so there's a great opportunity there. I just I don't think there's enough people in it, and you know, it is interesting. You know, it's like I think you know, like David, we would meet up with small groups, and and you know, we were, I think we we're all convinced we were the only three you know Dynamics people in the country, whatever. And then you know, you go to the Scottish summit, and actually. You know, there's a thousand, you know, I was like, where are all these people? And and I think Tell it was about a bit it. <laughs> bringing some of those people together on a regular basis. Um, but I think also sort of leveraging a little bit on some of the sort of USP bit as well. It's like, you know, I think when we formed, it was very much about getting to the right size where people could have a discussion as well. So it's not just the webinar where it's like, oh, right, I've learned something. It's like, actually, I can ask questions and, and you're know, getting to your group sizes where it's a bit more interactive as well. Similar to if you had met up in the pub, you could have that conversation. Um, but you're, I would really want to join it from that sort of growing out. And you, we see growing. You know, it's, we think the platform is a great place for people to get into and start careers or do career swaps into. Um, you know, and we see, you know, you know in the organisation, we grow a lot of people out like that. And I think there's a great opportunity to do it in Scotland and, and really sort of develop people in. And, a, you know, an area like this, I think friendly, it's, you know, I'm not saying that other places aren't friendly, but you know, that just sort of non-intimidating that people can come in, into that space and start to learn about and, you know, and maybe dip their toe into the water to get into this. So it's, you know, it's not about people that are necessarily, you know, know everything that they want to do in it. It's actually... I'm just interested in it. Let's come in. Let's find out a bit more. And, and you know, is there a career route into this as well, so that we can grow out more people in Scotland? And you know, um, you know, we're not trying to recruit people from down south all the time. Yeah, I mean, there are there's so many opportunities in Scotland right at the moment, and there, yeah. as you say, there isn't enough people. You can't train people quick enough. Uh, you're having to bring people from down south and add an extra twenty five percent on their wage just just because they live in an M six postcode and stuff yeah. like that. Ridiculous. So, no, so I think there's a great opportunity. There's a great opportunity within within the market just now, um, and there's great opportunity. People, you know, we we haven't started because of COVID. You know, this was getting planned from you know a while before Christmas, and then you're know, sort of really starting to form around about January, which you know nobody was really thinking about COVID. But actually, yeah. you know, with with a lot of disruption just now, you know, it's a great opportunity for potential people to be coming across into what is a great marketplace. And I think you know by the nature of the platform. Um, and you sort of dynamics three six five. There, there will be a lot of demand for it coming out of the back of of the COVID piece. You know, and there will be even more demand for people. So, um, you know, great opportunity from that side as well. If people want to start transferring across. I mean, the amount of different customers that have been forced into starting their digital transformations a bit quicker. Um, yeah. yeah, it's there's going to be another small boom quite quickly. I would think. Yeah. yeah I got the, the, the message, you know, I think probably everybody's seen about it. It's like, you know, what, what started your uh, digital transformation? Was it your CEO, <laughs> your CTO, or COVID-19? <laughs> I've not so. seen that one yet, that, but that's 100%. <laughs> it kind of makes me think about, like, I think back in, in New York, when there was the floods, a lot of the financial district and stuff like that obviously get seriously flooded, and they all worked from home. And a lot of them have never returned to that area of London because the businesses suddenly realised, actually, we were forced to allow them to work from home, that we had to set up working from home and we realised that we can do it. 
So there's a lot of kind of cost saving there as well as that whole element of big changes, big digital transformations getting forced into it. The fear is no longer there because it can't be. Yeah, yeah. Our, our CEO today, our CEO today was saying that COVID's brought forward our location strategy five years, you know, because people mm -hmm. before were saying, no, 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 we can't work for home in my role. You know, it's it's bit, so I think, yeah, it's it's definitely a transformation going on. Yeah. So do you think then, Reese, that there's a career path for people by joining the group? Yeah, so a, a big part of what we're doing, uh, as David was saying earlier, is, is we're, we're trying to grow from the grassroots. We're trying to get people into Dynamics and Power Platform that maybe don't know about it, that maybe have been introduced to it from some other passionate person. Uh, and we're trying to grow that within Scotland, especially. So a, a big part of that is we're going to be trying to get uh, companies and partners and, and others that have an interest in hiring people within Dynamics and Power Platform to actually be uh, posting their ads within our group. That, that's one of the, the the key strands of what we're trying to do is we're trying to actually get people into the, the jobs within Scotland, show them that they exist, show them who out there is actually using Dynamics, who out, who out there is actually using Power Platform. Uh, because a lot of that, especially if you're new to it or maybe you just don't pay attention to it, you don't know. I mean, David mentioned it before. We used to meet up in a pub in Edinburgh and a big part of what I got out of that was them talking about all the various partners and other things and, and other companies that were working in Scotland. I didn't even know had dynamics. It was, I, I honestly thought there was like three partners and that was it. So it's, that's something we want to try and, and promote and, and really get across that actually there is a marketplace here. It's not just in Edinburgh. It's not just in Glasgow. It's in Aberdeen. It's in lots of other places. Uh, and we want to bring that to the surface. So just on that, Perth. obviously, yeah, just no Perth. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> job yeah. agencies and boards and stuff like that as well normally have charges to them as david said at the, t the top of the call this is all free that the same with the job adverts and things like that as well to obviously kind of try and get more businesses to show on there there's no recruitment cost element there's no finders fees and stuff like that or is yeah. that part of the the strategy we, we don't have a, an interest in charging uh, at this point maybe in the future there might be some nominal fee or something to cover costs uh, if, if needed but that's not our interest. Our interest is trying to grow from the grassroots. We're trying to get people into it. We're trying to get companies to to get more people into it because really a lot of the, the companies in Scotland, as certainly my experience so far has been, they've had to go to recruiters and recruiters slap on extra fees on top of everything else. So it becomes cost prohibitive. Um, and I mean, recruiters have their place, but at the same time, you don't necessarily have to have them there. So if we can surface the, uh, the companies and the, the partners that are actually working in this space, then you don't need to go through the, the recruiter side of things. Cool. I mean, recruiters can be the difference between five and 10 grand on your salary. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Take. Well, so you think about a partner that we worked at before, Mark, where they would give you a finder's fee if you got somebody else into a chargeable role. That was quite a hefty, hefty reward they gave you for it, but that was still saving them about 50 to 80% of what they would have paid you mm -hmm. for, direct, yeah. for, for the for the agency fees and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely can make a difference. Mm -hmm. So how how's the training side of things going going to work then? Obviously you want to develop people and get them training, get them learning new things. How's that going to work? Yeah, so um, one of the things that I feel quite passionately about is um, inclusivity. And um, the reason for that is that uh, I, I take a bit of a learning gap uh, a few years ago, 2016, um, through personal reasons, not a career gap, but just not actively learning as much as I should be. And um, I, I, one of the things that I, I found once I got um, 
started in the community. It was around the kind of D365 Saturday event that I got involved in the community. It was, it was difficult to find courses to brush up on skills and um, for everyone that didn't involve either taking a day off work or attending a UG after hours and um, for me with a young family and everything um, I just couldn't I just couldn't give up that time so again one of the things I'm passionate about is, is providing training um, and training courses at, at, at different levels so entry level and on kind of best practice level to, to people who can't make it to uh, daily training classes um, or can't make it to events and so I've kind of doing some night classes with the virtual power group um, to try and help people that, that struggle with that. So is that instructor-led classes there? You're saying that you're doing some of the classes and stuff? Uh, yes, I'm doing instructor-led classes. I'm going to spend, um, I've already started putting some course material together. Um, I was looking at some of the, the existing Microsoft Learn and some of the, the app in a day stuff is great yep. content. So I'm going to kind of tailor that around um, again, not just for beginners, but tailor to, to promote kind of good consultancy practices. Um, one of the other drivers on this is a few years ago, somebody uh, made a comment and they said they were, they were kind of going through a hiring process and they, they said that finding local, uh, no, lo decent local consultants are like lo rocking horse crap. Are really difficult to find. <laughs> and, I've never uh, heard that first, before. Obviously, NFTs, <laughs> right? But not rock well, and horse crap. Rock and horse crap. Yeah, difficult to find these. Excel and and at first I thought it was funny and I was laughed it off. And then I kind of the more I thought about it, I thought, do you know what? That's that's kind of a failure on me as a, as a, as a somebody who's been consulting and an experienced consultant and active in the community. That, that that shouldn't be the case. And so that's again why why I kind of got involved and we try to do these training card, um, courses at different, at different levels to try and get that because again it shouldn't be there's so many so much potential good consultants out there they maybe just need um showing showing a bit of direction and um, the first one again an example is the, the first session we're doing about around creating a custom entity and you know that could be a training session that is just click create and new but we're actually going to go through one of the, the stuff that the Microsoft Learn content doesn't give you is what are the what, what does what does it take to make that entity mean something? It's not just vote bills. It's a, it's a, it's a record that holds data. Make sure what it other new mean? underscore. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> one of the first ones. We <laughs> should probably solutions. Like that. That's I, got yeah. to be the first thing, but right? Icons, icons, views. You know, relationship <laughs> mappings. All that stuff. That that that. that cause again, Andrew can just create one. But I can show you a screenshot of a system that would horrify you, Paddy. <laughs> well, I've seen, I've seen them, yeah, and that's 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 what, but that's what we want to stop, and that's one of my, I, I want to, I don't want to go in and even if it's, but it's taken over or join some some senior consultants as well that I, they, you know I know still still do that. You go into a system and you just see a load of jigsaw pieces and you go, what? what? And uh, it's just that, that would give me the absolute OCD rage. That Ian, well Claire especially, I'll tell you that's the one thing that. <laughs> it's not even just the jigsaw piece, it's then when you have the navigation part of it, not even in alphabetical order, unless there's a system reason why. <laughs> and it's just there because it's an order of creation. Yes. This is a good opportunity for, for us as, as a community, not, not even just the, the admins involved, the six of us, it's the, the, for the community to, to, to take ownership of that and make Scotland so it's up to when you when you go in a, a system that's been developed in Scotland, you don't see that. You know that that's a standard, and uh, so you're making it patriotic, right? A little bit, yeah. Of course, a little bit. Yeah. So, but, yeah, sorry, I want to make that thing as a pass. Sorry, say that again, Mark. So, is this group limited to Scotland at the moment? Then 
<laughs> we haven't got an answer to it, to be honest. We have, we have not, got not, limited, yeah, not limited to Scotland, but obviously that is the main focus at the moment. But do you yeah. see it expanding in the future? I mean, where, is the line Berwick or is the line Carlisle? <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle. <laughs> so, uh, so it's you're absolutely right. It's not limited to Scotland, and we are wanting to be inclusive. But it's very much going to be focused on the Scottish market, the Scottish companies, the Scottish opportunities, uh, the people that are hiring, the people that are working here. So it's you don't necessarily have to live here. Uh, it, you could be living down in London, but you're coming up here to work on a client site in Scotland, and you want to know who's in the area. You want to with, meet up with people, you know, for a beer through the week and stuff like that, just to you know get yourself out of the hotel room, look after your mental health. So while the while the monthly virtual meeting is the backbone of it, we are expecting a load of break off meetings where people actually meet physically. So yeah, and so, then, I mean, no when, yeah, there, there's not really limitations. And in terms of the, uh, we also are absolutely open to other people across the world, the whole of the UK, anyone else that wants to help us with our goal of trying to further the, the Scottish community. So I mean, they, they, by all means, anyone can join if they, if they want to, to help us progress that. Uh, but it definitely is a focus on Scotland. So do you see yeah, it then as a model that you could potentially example. roll out further? So if somebody in Canada or somewhere anywhere else wanted to kind of lift this business model, not the well, yeah, business model, let's call it that, lift and shift that to some extent so they can have something that's centric for their communities and areas, obviously having the relationship, of course, but is that something you see potentially from this from a growth perspective? Me, me and David try not to make eye contact to decide who's going to answer the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> watching you, right? <laughs> uh, I, I don't see why not. Um, I, I certainly feel like it is going to to really bring something to to the community. Um, and, and so, if if it's something that other other areas around the world um, think that they would get value from, um, I'd, I, absolutely, I would I would wholeheartedly encourage it. I think if we can prove in Scotland that we can create a community that's at the right size that you're and you're split it into the right size groups that you can have you know, that sort of easy access to sort of people that you, you need to learn from and you'll put learning in there and you'll keep the, the sizes right that people aren't intimidated to ask questions and it's not just you know that, that we've all become MVPs, and there's the MVP show somewhere along the line. You know that there is that that community piece. Then why wouldn't you try and promote your your? We would we would advocate it to to anyone else. And you know if they want to follow the same model, then why not? That's really good to hear. I think for me the big thing as well is the inclusive is the cross pollination, as you kind of hit on a little bit there as well, where it's everybody from everywhere. You don't necessarily need to be a CRM consultant or a CE consultant or whatever you want to call yourself. You could be. F and O, you could be BC, you could be anything. Obviously, in Scotland, there's quite a big, there's a financial market, obviously, and there's the the kind of construction industry and things like that as well, the whole ERP market. So there's a massive broad spectrum there that can definitely learn from something like this. And crucially and, from each other, I think, is, is yes. the really key bit. We have to get out of those silos and start talking to one another about those technologies. So obviously, Paddy, you've got your, your piece around knowledge share between you and, and, and SharePoint consultants now that we're using mm -hmm. common tools. I think the key is that we, we all have to work on on sharing that knowledge across all of those technologies now and sharing those consultancy skills across those technologies. I think a, a quote from Ben Vollmer that he said at one, 
one point I was chatting to him and it was about don't get version locked and that was just a CRM specific. Yeah. But it fits here as well, don't get version locked into your silo. Correct. You can't do it, you can't afford to do that in today's marketplace. There's so much to do and, you know, because we're, we're talking quite a lot about technology, but, you know, I'm kind of in this from, you know, my main role day to day is sales. You know, and the, you know, there are other career paths that are, you know, are associated to the technologies. You know, so you've got pre-sales, you've got sales, you've got change management and things like that. And we need to bring some of these guys in. And there's a lot across skilling, you know, in making that sort of rounded consultant piece, you know, being able to cover some of those other areas as well. It's a very really valid cool. point, massively valid point actually, but like we're all consultants in our own right and stuff and we'll have a little bit of BA or change management or some sort of background, but they're all massive individual pieces themselves, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I mean, there's also different avenues into the market. I mean, none of us set out to actually go and become Dynamics consultants. Uh, we, we've kind of fallen into it. Has everyone various... ever? Well, we've well, we've spoken about this in a whole podcast series. Like when yeah, we first started the podcast, we had a massive piece asking people what their story was. Yeah. And there wasn't one person that could turn around and say, I wanted to be a CRM consultant. I wanted to work on dynamics. Everybody fell into it by the kind of unfortunate admin. They ended up in a position where they were like, <laughs> oh my word, I'm now in charge of this because I know what a mouse is. I know IT, so therefore I'm at you, CRM is yours. Yep, uh, that, that's that's almost entirely my story. I mean, absolutely tech support and, and admin, uh, and that kind of got me into the the platform. Um, and this will hopefully give uh, a place for someone that maybe is doing tech support or maybe is just doing even IT support, just any kind of IT. They might fall into this in some way uh, because maybe they've come across Dynamics in their company or someone has talked about it and then they've said, oh, actually, there's this community. Go and speak to them. And then they get involved in the, the training, they learn a bit, and then they can get a job through the careers. That's that's what I see out of this. That's what that's the the focus for us really is is that grassroots from wherever they're coming from, uh, whether it be, I mean, maybe they are a PHP developer, maybe they want to branch out a bit, maybe they've they want to to learn a bit more. It's that cross pollination even between different technologies, not even the Microsoft stack. It's it's really important to do that. Because uh, it's it's also about sharing the ideas between it all. Because um, PHP developers have totally different ideas to C sharp developers to uh, Node JavaScript developers. Uh, it's just it's good to get lots of different opinions on on the whole thing. And we can let some Salesforce developers see the light as well. <laughs> <laughs> now they're barred. <laughs> How about Sugar CRM? Oh, now you're pushing it. <laughs> Claire, how are you going to do all this together? So, um, obviously, way, way, way back, we we mentioned the website. That's that's probably your best starting position. Um, there, you can um, enter a, a kind of high level set of information, and that will pretty much instantaneously get you access to the, the Teams environment. Hosting it in Teams, um, we've got um, access to the careers board that's been mentioned. Um, the the kind of notice posts um, that we've mentioned throughout. Um, that is where we will host all of these training sessions, um, be that the, the night classes or the, the kind of forum discussions that are either um, already um, invented and available to view on that, that events page on the site. Um, or um, there'll be forum based polling um, around topics that the, the, the members want to discuss. Um, I think the first one of that is up now. Um, looking for for feedback from the members on what they want to what they want to cover. What we've talked a lot about this evening is 
the way that having all of those people in that in that team's environment together um, allows them to take part in that that forum discussion, take part in those um, in those events, but also just one to one chat to one another. So they can ask questions quietly, um, or they can ask questions loudly. Um, and I think the the inclusive the, the inclusivity component here is making sure that we have somewhere that those introverts can actually thrive. Um, not that I am one. Uh, but but I've heard that they exist and and that they should be um, catered to. Uh, so <laughs> so between <laughs> <laughs> but between but between the, the the forum discussions and the the, the night classes, um, the team's still there um, and it's it's always there. So that um, as and when um, be they the the end user lone wolf IT support person, um, or just one of us um, who's who's hit a wall where normally. Um, some of us would hit a WhatsApp group. Um, ideally, we start to actually post that out to the forum so that not only does the question um, get answered, but that someone sees the question and then they get to see the answer. Um, so that we're really sharing that that knowledge um, at, at every single stage. Um, we will be on Twitter at, and I don't know how to pronounce this because I'm going to try it, right? And you can edit it out afterwards. It's at Virtual Power Group. There is no editing in audio. Um, it's at Virtual Power Group, but that's too many letters. So it's just like at Virtual Power Group, like GRP. Just so to to Would that make it a little bit easier for everyone? So virtual, virtual Power is spelled properly yep. and Group is just as an abbreviation, GRP. like it was a shared GRP. Yeah. Like, do, I mean, how would you even pronounce that? It's fine written down, but it sounds weird out of my mouth. Group. It nope. sounds like you've had like some sort of <laughs> more than, more going than on, yeah. Group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it sounds like the kind of idea where you get that face to face meeting and you have a few pints and then you end up talking about virtual power group. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so so fundamentally that's that's what we're looking at. Um Go into that site, you can see that events library um, and what, what is available there. Um, so I think from memory, she says the, the first event will be Paddy's night class on the custom entity creation, which I'm going to say is the 27th of April, um, usually circa 8pm. Um, immediately following that, the first um, of the, the monthly forum discussion meetings being the 28th of April. Uh, the next one's fallen into the start of May. That 28th of April event is going to be on Power Virtual Agent and Omnichannel Engagement Hub. Um, so perfect solution to this, this COVID-19 um, crisis application. So I think what I would recommend is, um, is going and having a little look at the site, um, seeing what's there, seeing if it is for you. Um, and, and as I say, there's, there's a sign up page there that you can just fill in that form um, and you'll be in in no time. I think a key bit there is just that the, it is a community element. So absolutely, you know, we've put some things up there, we've lined up some things, but absolutely we're looking for people to join in. So you know, anybody that's working on something interesting, submit it as an idea um, you know, and let's let's get it up there. So you know, you've got that combination of some of the training stuff coming through from Paddy, but you've also got you know, what what are just the funky things that we're doing out there you know, across the community so that everybody's contributing um you know and you know even if that's just a part of developing some of your skills that you might want to run one of these you've not done them before it's a safe environment um to come and do these things so you know we're really asking people to come out and just start to submit ideas and, and see how we could bring that forward 
It's a good thing to call out the other. It's a safe environment, no matter what you are or who you are or where you are. Yeah. That safe environment is definitely going to be key for anybody, whether you're seasoned or not. Yeah, yeah. When, the, when, when the conference circuit kicks off again, you know, after lockdown, you know, if, if somebody's wanting to bring along a, a paper, a, you know, a slide or something that they want to do a dry run through in a safe environment, you know, they can do that there or, you know, other things that were got up is, you know, what are you working, what are you working on? Who are you and what are you working on, you know? Um, you know, that's just to make them make you accountable as well, put it out there, and then you've got a challenge and, and something to aim for. And I like that. Yeah. Well, you'll be putting the recordings and the training material on Teams for people to access if they're vampires or if they are doing 18 hour days that they can't even get to one of the virtual meetings live. We uh, will yeah. not record every single session. Um, we are going to sort of take a take a view on on that. Um, I think, fun, uh, frankly, having having called out the introverts um, and making it a safe space, not every forum discussion will be recorded um, to to encourage those people to to take part and not have not have the fear that it's going to be on the internet and therefore available forever. Um, oh, that said, some of the, the the delivered training material, or if we are doing a, a webinar or a delivered session of some kind, then definitely we will we'll be making those recordings available afterwards. And, and Paddy's Paddy's training sessions, you know, they'll be there as a series, you know, because um, as you develop and progress through the training and your learning curve, so they'll be always be there. That's cool. So, any other let's any other bits to go through we've not covered that. Are amazing selling points. I mean, you've sold it to us already. Me and Ian have been through the process of signing up on the website. It was seamless. We got in. It's all working. We can see everything. Yep. I actually get the alerts from Teams on my phone. I know there's other community stuff out there, whether it's WhatsApp and Slack and stuff like that, but I don't get Slack does, notifications on my phone. As long as I've turned them off, I just don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> so that means anyone who's Scottish-based, we're pointing them to virtual power group rather than black ops now asking <laughs> yeah yeah well, black ops you can't just get to it from a website you need to know somebody who, who nominates you for it that's it it's invite it's, it's, not invite yes. it's yes. very exclusive so i mean that's exactly what you're trying to get you're trying to get it open and accessible for everyone yeah. And everybody's online. Everybody knows the, the website. Well, if they don't know the website, they will by the end of this because it's Virtual Power Group and that's group spelled in its full entirety, <laughs> not an abbreviation for us on Twitter, but virtualpowergroup.co.uk. And, and we'll, we'll keep that identifier changing per channel just to keep people guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult to find a brand name or a brand that doesn't have something taken on one of the social medias, it's, it's just impossible. Unless you make up a word. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I started to expire 16 years ago now and it was difficult back then, never mind now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a nice little plug for, for Red Spire. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got, we got, I'm just going to say it. I was hoping somebody's going to ask where the inspiration came from, but we're not going to, right? No, we're no, actually, it's like anyway, but, the, the, yeah, no, I, I said it was going to happen at some point. We've been on for almost an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, like, mean, I mean, if you go to redspire.co.uk, that's the Redspire website, but but for Twitter, I'm sure it's like Redspire CRM, isn't it? I think that's the two, <laughs> <it's> two <laughs> channels. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was it at one point in time? It was about 600 characters, was it not? Redspire CRM, 
Dynamics 3-6. No, that was high. like a thin and, and a hyphen and a limited and everything. It was amazing. <laughs> Try to pack that in was a nightmare. <laughs> but Billy, that one thing Red Spire actually have been has always been a massive supporter of community events and community in Glasgow. So it's great to actually see you involved in this and kind of helping champion this along and, and doing what you do with it from the sales element. It's not from a technical element, as you said yourself. There's a lot that people can learn from yourself within this that isn't technical yeah and, and hopefully you know hopefully i can contribute because i certainly yeah my my ability to compromise uh, sort of add from a technical perspective is limited now but you know i've been able to talk through some of the some of the sales processes and maybe routes into pre-sales and things like that then um you know and even maybe just demystify some of that because i do find a lot of people kind of go don't really like sales you know I was like, but actually i don't think they entirely know you know what that process is because actually, you know, a couple of the guys we've taken across into is like, actually, we quite like this process. Mm. Um, so one of the hilarious things is, if you're a CRM consultant, you have, how many sales processes have you gone through? How yeah. many customers have you built a sales process for? It's actually quite a simple transition because you've done it so many times. Yeah. You know the ins and outs of the processes. I mean, sales guys can be weird and can be creepy, but there are some good <laughs> ones as well. And you find yourself selling all the time anyway as a consultant because you're saying oh what about this idea and that, yeah. that's just what sales is isn't it going, it's exactly you do, that you do the same somebody might have sold the, the whole deliverable but you're selling the solution that you're building for it whether you're choosing to do it x way y way or b way you still have to sell that and come up with like a, a choice paper almost sometimes to say whether it's one or the other but these are the things that obviously through the virtual power group you're talking about being able to kind of educate people on it's not just a case of sitting down and saying um, I know that, let's say power agent, uh, the virtual power agent there, right? That's new, it's shiny. It might not be the right thing for somebody, but just because it fits the purpose doesn't necessarily mean that's what you should deliver. Maybe a simple entity does work for it. It's a bit known what is that. That was a really bad example because they just <laughs> together, right? Jeez, oh. But if but, you go on LinkedIn, I'm sure there was recently a virtual power agent video just came out from a Scottish reputable supplier. <laughs> yeah, but like that, it's, it's selling the right, selling the right thing for it. At the moment, I'm, I'm working through a particular survey thing that's not part of the dynamic stack, trying to connect it up through flow, and it's it's causing me absolute problems. Whereas the right thing would have probably been flow, but somebody else sold something else over the top of it, and that's causing me pains. Whereas I know it would have been much easier using something else, but it's it's understanding that sales pipeline and when that all kind of happened. It's just consultancy you're not getting paid for, really, is, is how I find that the process works the best. You know, it's, it's go in, understand people's problems, deliver the consultancy, you know, pr propose a solution, and then, you know, then you move through. Yeah, but that solution you propose, Billy, involves unicorn farts and pipe dreams, and then consultants have to build that, right? <laughs> Which is why, which is why more technical consultants should move through to sales because we know it's actually involved. Yeah. And as a, as a customer, it's 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 all the fun of the fair when you've got like five partners in a row that are turning up and pitching the RFP, and you just spot the uniform, you know, the, the unicorn for a mile off, you know, and it's just it's just it's like uniform unicorn fart bingo, you know, it's just it's amazing. <laughs> Let's start it here, yeah. Log, log the URL already. 
the next call Sorry, village will have the unicorn. Get it, right? Yeah, the, no, but the Twitter handle has to be unicorn fruits because otherwise. <laughs> I love it. You made the noise of the unicorn as well. Obviously, what it sounds like, right? That's the only thing that's going to get edited, and I'm going to have that as a text message tone. <laughs> I'll just, just turn up the on you go, Mark. Just to kind of round things up, is there any other points or any selling points or USP that you want to get over to get to get people through the door? Silence. I know. <laughs> I think no, I mean, we've covered. Like, I'm going to sell your USP on this. Although we kind of know each other, these are the sort of normal chats that we always have and always have done from the first day I've ever met Reese. It's the first time I've met David Stewart on the phone or on this like. I think I met, I don't know if I met you face to face, but certainly first time this, and it's still the same banter. And I think that's probably what a Scottish group probably could bring is that banter, the welcomingness. And the fact that we don't generally tend to judge people straight away. We just go on and have a laugh. There's people, yeah, you don't like and stuff like that. That's life. But mm. that's the point of having private conversations and a group of the right size, right? It's also yeah. nice if you're virtual, you don't have to hang out with all those people that you don't like. You can just hang out with the ones you do like. Yep. So that means I don't have to ever meet you ever again, Claire. Nah, we're done. <laughs> and that's the thing. So we could invite other people from around the world, but they just wouldn't understand us. So, yeah. <laughs> so true. Podcast. So true. There's so many jokes that you say to people and they're like, yeah, I don't get that. And you have to go on explaining it in different bits and pieces, whereas just colloquialism is, is what it is, right? Indeed. So anywho, I think that's probably us for this evening then. Uh, just go and visit it, visit the site, uh, visit Twitter. Uh, virtual Claire, Power. Do you want to give us some voices? Again? Some more sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Virtualpowergroup.co.uk. Normal words and language from me. <laughs> Twitter. Virtual Power Group. Was that, was that an L in Plower? Because it sounded <laughs> like... <laughs> 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 I mean, just because I've got a Simpsons background, that's not, not a thing. <laughs> I bet it is a thing. <laughs> that is farm, farm simulator. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I, I thought I would, yeah, go visit the site, have a read about it, as I said earlier in the chat here. Make sure it's for you. If it is for you, join up. Even if it's not, if, you don't, if you're not sure, join up and have a look. You can always leave. You can always oh, just yeah. go, go away if you really want to, right? <laughs> just bounce. <It's> fine. <laughs> Make like a tree and leave. <laughs> as, as you clear, we, we, we haven't, uh, on the on the automated um, you know user sign-on process that you built and did such a great job on, we haven't actually done a user opt-out, have we? We haven't. Once you're in, you're in. That's it. <laughs> no, there is no exit path. Shh. Yeah. I don't think you're meant to say that yet. Right? Nobody's asked to leave yet. Claire's not worked out how to do that in graph. <laughs> no, no, Because <laughs> Mark signed up twice, so I had to figure out what the process was so I could take him back off. Surely you just go AAD and delete him. <laughs> but that's manual effort that I didn't want to do. They could easily be done. Claire, you just became a dev. You spent four <laughs> times as long to work out how to do it automated. Once. Than you could have just done it manually. Once. To shame, my dear. We are, we are ready for the, the thousands to join. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've got enough war credits, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pace, cool. pace yourselves, people.
Awesome. Thank you very much for your time this evening. And it has been great learning all about the virtual power group and thank what the ethos so is behind it. Thank you guys for letting thanks us come guys. on. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us very much. Yeah, thanks. Cheers, thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. See ya.